Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Forward Curve. Hello and welcome to The Forward Curve, the weekly podcast covering the commodity markets and the global economy. Brought to you by Gold Street Advisors, the independent research and advisory firm. In this episode, we'll look into recent indications of a global manufacturing slowdown. I'm Christian Klavodetcher, and joining me is our chief analyst, Robin Barr. Hello, Robin. What have you got for us today? Thanks, Christian. As we've uh, discussed on several uh, podcasts in the past, economic growth is clearly a necessity for commodity prices. And on the face of it, the IMF's latest outlook is good news. But delve a bit deeper and we see there are some worrying signs as reflected in a much-watched gauge of global manufacturing activity. Monthly questionnaires are sent to purchasing managers in survey panels in over 40 countries, totaling around 13,500 companies. These countries together account for 98% of global manufacturing value added. I see. So remind us of what the IMF's latest update on the outlook for global economic growth said. Good idea. Uh, Well, they said the global economy is projected to grow 6% this year and 4.9% next year. The 21 global forecast is unchanged from the April 21 World Economic Outlook, but with some offsetting revisions. For 2022, the 0.5 percentage point upgrade derives largely from the forecast upgrade for advanced economies, particularly the US, reflecting the anticipated legislation that we're hearing about of additional fiscal support in the second half of 2021 and improved health metrics more broadly across the group. Okay, so then what's the concern? Well, here it is. GDP growth measures the output of economies, much of which is dominated by services, with the exception of China. Instead, we should look more closely at industrial production growth, which determines more accurately the demand for metals. Specifically, the metals-intensive manufacturing sector is our focus, and whether activity is growing or slowing is key. So on that point, the JP Morgan Global Manufacturing PMI Index, closely watched, uh, was at 55.4 in July, slightly below the 55.5 registered in June. Rates of increase in output eased as record supply chain constraints stymied growth and drove up input prices. That said, manufacturing production did manage to rise in July, underpinned by a solid increase in new order intakes. There was also a modest increase in new export business. However, rates of growth in all three variables slowed again as a global upturn was hindered by rising supply chain constraints. Supply chain issues also drove up input costs in July. Purchase price inflation ticked higher and was among the steepest over the past 13 years. China's activity was at its weakest for 17 months, and U.S. manufacturing activity slowed for the second month in July to a six-month low. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you, what's happening in the U.S. on that front? 
The reading pointed to the second consecutive month of slowing factory growth as new orders, production and supply deliveries increased less while inventories contracted. Panelist companies and their supply chains continued to struggle to respond to strong demand due to difficulties in hiring and retaining direct labour. Sentiments, I think, that the Fed has been echoing for some time now. Right. And uh, so when it comes to commodities, what's the situation in China? Uh, The National Bureau of Statistics in China, they um, posted the manufacturing PMI, uh, which hit a 17-month low, falling to 50 spot four in July. And this was the weakest pace of increase in factory activity since the contraction in February 2020. Amid the increasing concern around the COVID outbreak in Nanjing, severe flooding in central China and high import costs. Similarly, the National Bureau of Statistics China non-manufacturing dropped to a five-month low of 53.3 in July. The Keqing Manufacturing PMI, so this measures the small and medium-sized enterprises, that posted a reading of 50.3, far less than expectations, and showing that factories are barely expanding and the service sector's expansion is slowing. All of the numbers seem to be in the very low 50s and therefore just above contraction territory, and therefore worried. The rapid spread of the COVID Delta variant is of key concern, undermining both the supply and demand for metals. While number of cases of the highly infectious strain is low in China, renewed lockdowns are in place and authorities are already increasing restrictions. Beijing residents are being advised not to leave the capital. With vaccination rates low across Asia, Investors are becoming nervous that it may impact economic activity, commodity markets, and metal prices. One can certainly argue that the data points Robin presents amount to mere short-term aberrations and do not reflect anything that seriously threatens the recent trends in manufacturing activity. But ignoring reductions in the various rates of growth against the backdrop of rising inflation and rising COVID infection rates seems rather ill-advised. Whilst it certainly does not appear that economic disaster is imminent, one must be able to recognize that there are dynamics at play that could mean trouble for the global economy in the months to come. I want to thank Robin for joining me today, and I also want to thank you for joining us. Please be sure to subscribe to The Forward Curve on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Christian Klavodecher, and on behalf of the Gold Street Advisors team, I thank you for listening. And remember to always keep an eye and ear on the forward curve.